four, three, two, one. Cue music. Welcome to Be Kind, Let's Rewind, the nostalgia podcast no one asked for, with your hosts, Chris, Leaf, and Shadwick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Be Kind, Let's Rewind. Today we are going to be talking about the Goonies back in 85, just staying on track, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, what's up fellas? How has the week been treating you? When we're recording this, we're just the day after Christmas, so uh, all the festivities are finally done. Um, I back to the real world. Yeah, I finally sur- I sur- survived Christmas without getting a whole bunch of extra shit for once. So uh, that's good because we've been trying to clean out the uh, house uh, because <laughs> uh, I don't want to be on another episode of Hoarders. So uh, that's uh, thanks to my wife. Anyway, um, did that ever air? <laughs> no. <laughs> apparently, uh, how much did yeah, you have to pay them to stop that? It was apparently there was too many fucks and shits uh, in the beginning, and they were like, "We can't, will you stop? we can't monetize this." <laughs> yeah. They were like, "You'll never be monetized on YouTube," and I was like, "Oh, just you wait, just you wait." So and they're, they're like, "What is this animatronic animal you have back here?" <laughs> what, is, and what does he say? I, I was like, oh, "I that." Tastes oh, there good. it is. I bet it does it's, taste good. We don't know what, it's, what it says. It's bleeped out. It's bleeped don't blame out, us. You know? um, so, <laughs> I, I know. Leaf, what did you, uh, how was your Christmas, man? Man, it was fan-freaking-tastic. We had some cocktails. Uh, we had a little shark charcuterie board, oh, man. It was, it, was, it was fancy, dude. We just hung out. And, of course, we watched my wife's and I uh, traditional Christmas movie, uh, The Matrix. Oh. A a Christmas classic in uh in our home. It Actually, was pretty appropriate to the Goonies because one of the uh, Fratelli brothers is in the Matrix, so. yep. which my wife did not know until we just actually watched the uh, the Goonies today in preparation. So it's fresh. It's fresh. Yeah, did the same in the old in the old noggin, and uh, she did not realize that that was indeed a cipher as one of the Fratelli Fratelli family mob mm. members, but. Shadwick, how was Francis? Uh, how was your uh, <laughs> holiday there, brother? That was good, man. It was a uh, very minimal family interaction. We we had <laughs> we had uh, uh, Christmas Eve over at the in laws, and then we had a uh, hearty breakfast. Mm. That does sound good. I'll be right back with that for you. Mm. Christmas morning mm. at, at my parents' mm. house. Nice, and um, you know, I spent the rest of the day. On Christmas, just uh, like put shit together as always. Nice. No That's box or any bullshit like that. It's like office yeah. chairs and yeah. You got a grown ass son now. He's asking for yeah. ties and suits and shit. Probably. No, Actually, no. no, just money. No, money. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. He is your son. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give me all the money. Um, but he's uh, a he's a quarter Jew. Not too, not too shabby. Shabby. Yeah. Um. You said uh, you earlier you had a, uh, a lovely another gym story, which I believe are starting to become popular here on the pod. Yeah, Everyone's so, favorite. Yeah, so a couple we, couple weeks ago we talked about like you know younger people just not having good gym etiquette, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but apparently that that goes for older people as well. 
especially oh, in Las Vegas. <laughs> Damn it, dude! <laughs> just People put don't your hog up, bro. <laughs> People just don't put forget. Your di- put your dick uh, up, man. So, so in my gym, um, it's like sectioned off. You got like your weights in one area. Then there's like a CrossFit area, and I like to go out there and do uh, walking lunges, which mm-hmm. uh, Chris likes to do with me yep. sometimes. Yeah, they're called Bambi legs. Uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you shake and you look like a baby deer because you can't stand up. So, <laughs> so, so just kind of set the scene. There's a there's a wall at the end of the room, and there's just like a, a row of chairs, and so I'm I'm in this like you know turf area. I'm going back and forth, you know. 10 paces out, 10 paces back. And there's this, uh, this kind of older lady, I'd say probably mid to late fifties. And she's sitting in one of those chairs and, uh, like, she's obviously like watching, like she knows I'm going back and forth. (laughs) And, uh, but there was something disturbing, like right off, like she, she had silver hair, but it's like in one of those pixie cuts, you know, like, Like she looked, she looked like a shih tzu. She she looked like a she looked like a book burner, like like she probably just moved from the town in Footloose. Yeah, but but she's been there her whole life, so like she still thinks like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so she watches me like I'm. I've got these like fifty fifty pound dumbbells in each hand, walking back and forth. I go five sets, and on my sixth set, I'm walking out. She walks past me, goes almost to the end of where she has fucking seen me go every fucking time, <laughs> and lays down on the floor and starts stretching. Oh, God damn it! I don't care if you're old! Seize the gap! You old fat bitch! <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, I mean, she even, like, Looked me in the eye one time, like as she was sitting in the chair, she like, you know, kind of smiled. I was like, okay, I, she's, uh, you know, applauding the effort, whatever. Yeah. No, she's just thinking, I'm about to fuck up your day. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, see, what you should have done is because I know you, and I think you and Craig Robinson sweat the most on the planet. So if uh, <laughs> you should have just lunged over her and let the waterfall off your forehead just baste her like a turkey is what you should have done. Dude, what if she opened yeah. her mouth right when you said that? <laughs> she, just, she just starts drinking it up, dude. Like a damn... That's how Footloose is fucked up, man. I, I guess it's just our generation that has any respect for fucking anybody anymore. Respect. Like, yeah. Respect. 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 So, uh, gotta respect the Shadwick. Yep. Hopefully, you guys have all watched the Adam Sandler episode and gone back and listened to the album. And if you didn't, uh, you know, what's up? What are you doing? Hey. Hey. Fatelli brothers the, over here. The Fatellis are coming for you. Get them out of here. So, uh, well. That's that sounds pretty on par with the gym etiquette that I've experienced too. That's why I just stopped yep. going and decided to pickle myself like my grandparents did. So let's go ahead and move over to our booze of the week. Because after Christmas, you got to just keep on drinking, man. I've got a New Year's resolution. To, was that the truffle shuffle? That was the Not truffle yet. shuffle from Chunk. Pretty there. close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do nice, it. That is Do a nice, it. A nice chunk. Uh, Nice chunk shirt you got there. I, pr- I appreciate it. 
I'm giving respect. Respect, respect. to Chunk. You got to so, respect the Chunk. I'll start it off. I'm actually doing a little whiskey today, and this is the from the Ooh. creators of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Four Walls Whiskey. They have their own brand of whiskey out there, and it mm. is pretty mm. tasty. Um, they signed the bottle. Uh, I've had it probably for about three or four weeks. There's a Black Friday sale. I had to order it on the line. Um, but i tell you what's funny. is So my wife got a new uh, printer to kind of help out with some merch needs on her end and our end. Uh, you had to sign for that. No one had to sign for the liquor I had delivered to my doorstep. <laughs> yep. But the printer, you had to sign for the printer. So uh, hey, You know, I had a, a UPS guy call me a couple weeks ago. He's like, hey, I'm at your house. Uh, you want me to just sign for this and leave it so you don't have to like come to the shop or whatever? And I was like, yeah. And it <laughs> yes. was And it was medicine. Oh. Like, well, so that guy's <laughs> fired now. <laughs> so he doesn't have a job. So he doesn't no, have I a hope, job anymore well, after this episode. No, I hope I hope he's still there because I I'd rather sit out. Yeah, no, <laughs> sit on the porch and have to fucking go all get the way three to days late. Yeah, true. La- yeah, last time I went like three times. And they're like, oh, it's not here yet. God, oh, dude. Here. So, oh, it went it went to the Dalton shop. It'll be back <laughs> up here tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> f that noise. So anyway, so if you order liquor from. Uh, Go to Four Walls Whiskey. I'll put a picture of the bottle in here. It's green. The reason I didn't bring the bottle over here is so the green screen would destroy it. So, um, yeah, so I, I was just like, shit. whatever. I'll, I'll put a clip in here of it for you guys. Go check it out. It's pretty solid whiskey for the price. Once it's in liquor stores and it's around 30-something bucks a bottle, definitely worth it. Uh, paying shipping and all that. I got a free shipping Black Friday deals while I tried it. So, anyway, Leaf, what do you got down there, man? Bro, I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. Um, I'm wearing the Hawaiian shirt uh, representing my inner chunk, dude, and uh, got something to match it right here. It's a little bit of a Christmas to Negroni, baby. Wow. That we had left Ooh. over. Yeah, my wife garnish? makes these. A little garnish right here, a little mm-hmm. sprig of the hell is his time. This is uh, rosemary, something like that. It gets <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Shadow, Ooh. what do you got over there, man? And I, I have switched gears tonight. You gotta see this. Oh, the Buffalo oh. Trace. Dude, Let's I thought it. you were eating like like Zach sauce or like some sort of like, uh, like yeah. marinara it's, packet. Yeah, I'm just I'm just drinking garlic butter from Papa John's. <laughs> so so what well, is that? Pizza, it, pizza Hut's not giving me any love. Yeah. Uh explain to everybody what that is. So it's Buffalo Trace bourbon infused coffee. Wow. Mm. So and you're getting a coffee caffeine fix with some bourbon, or is there any bourbon in it at all? Well, it sure tastes like it's got bourbon. <laughs> we'll find and, out a little bit later. And you had and you had to buy it from the liquor store, so yep. okay, so it's legit. Yeah, man. How's it taste? I what, like that. What, what are we yeah, I mean, it tastes great. Like nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys have ever tried Buffalo Trace yes. bourbon, but it's yes. great. Very yeah, good. very good bourbon. Very good. And in this in this area, it's actually kind of hard to find. Yeah, we're in a bourbon snob really? area, apparently, and that may be, like, everywhere, but I feel like the good kinds of bourbon are starting to become harder to find because there's people. Hmm. I work with a few of them, and they are friends with the dudes at the liquor store, and they're there to get the, you know, the, hey, man, we just got X amount in, and liquor stores overprice it because of first, that supply and demand, yeah. you know. But first come, first pick. It, it, it has gone up a lot. Yeah, like, for sure. There's a couple of them that I used to buy that were like that, and I was like, now I'm just like, that uh, mm-hmm. Eagle Rare, uh, it's really good. 
Um, but dude, the liquor store down the street was selling it for seventy bucks a bottle, and I was like, pass. Seventy. What was the bucks, one? Dude. What was the one you gave me? Was it Uncle Forrester? Uh, the Old Forester. Old Forester. Yeah. That yeah, I, I just finished that off last night. Yeah, that one is really good, like yeah, the 1920. Um, but it's I kept also that one. I... sneaky because uh, I think it's like 60% alcohol or something when whiskeys are usually mm-hmm. 40, but you can't taste it, so it's not like overly bitter. And then after two glasses, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah, what have I done? So I well, kept it. I kept that in the freezer and just like poured it straight. Oh, dude, I didn't yeah, do that. Was... Next time I buy that, I'm going to do that. That was, one's actually reasonably great. priced for what it was. Um, well, all right. Well, let's just go ahead and move over to our topic because this is going to be a pretty good one. Hey, you guys. Hey, you Inner guys. maniacal laughter. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> this this is the Goonies from 1985. Leaf, take it from here, baby. Listen, this is an absolute classic. I just want to remind y'all, put your comments, uh, like, Share, subscribe, follow if this one hits for you, because I know it definitely does for us. As Chris said, a 1985 classic. Absolutely. Like said, if they, if you wanna if you wanna share your stories, because we're sure as hell about to share ours mm-hmm. in the comment section and uh, share this with somebody that uh, this particular episode with somebody you know that's seen this movie, or hey, maybe y'all can watch it together. Yeah, dude. I sort of really have those those memories. My wife's younger than I am, <clears throat> so you've mentioned before. <laughs> And uh, she had never seen it. She had never seen this. Oh wow, and that's so, awesome. That's a good. Yeah, little, it's good to see somebody's face too. Like when they're watching a movie you've seen a thousand times because you kind of yeah. man, you relive the enjoyment through them a little bit. Like she laughed at like Data's like goofy inventions and some of the lines and the one-liners. Like, <laughs> like I oh, forgot yeah, at the beginning. Where the older Fratelli brother basically like they walk into his cell and he's hanging, hanging by his yeah. neck and he's and she was like Jesus this is a kids movie and I'm I'm, try, I'm like already laughing because I've forgotten about that dude and then too. so of course you know it's a scam and they break out of prison but she's like like she was like yeah wow. out of the gate, man. I mean it was pretty it was pretty edgy for a kids movie but it kind of started paving the way for these because it did just so well oh like, man it's just a just a solid movie, man. So, um, you want to give us a? Uh, I guess we'll we'll start off with when do you guys first remember seeing this? Because I will have to confess, dude, I didn't see this till the nineties, uh, and it was when really? it was on TV. I did not see this in theaters, and it was not on my radar till the nineties when it was probably re-airing on TBS or USA or TNT. That that's probably in line with me too. Um, I want to say probably eighty nine or ninety. Like. Mm-hmm. How let's see how old was Sean Astin when when they filmed this? I'd imagine Man. like he's ten to twelve. He yeah. was young. Yeah, he looked like yeah he was about you know eleven because or twelve. I think I was about his age when I watched it. Okay, okay. Because okay. like going like going through the years, like you know when you watch it when I watched it first time, I think I maybe identified with him a little bit more. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then. And then, and then you maybe uh, with the elder brother for the rest of your life chasing tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, a, it, was a, it was a mix of him and mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, Leaf, did you actually see I this mean, in theaters? I I don't recall seeing it in the theaters. I don't. I cannot. I cannot confirm nor deny. But what I can tell you is 
this was a a videotape at uh my rich friend's house and dude we used to watch this all the time wear it out. Tape. Yeah. like all cool. the time we would wear this one out dude yeah I'm... so i could i could say that yeah it wouldn't we didn't hang around this we didn't wait for the 90s for this one to to come yeah. around and it was on tv a whole bunch yeah, oh, yeah. that's what shocks me that's that where i saw it i think yeah. I would, I'm, I'm pretty sure i recorded it off of fox right yeah i mean that makes right. sense uh, hold on one second guys yeah <laughs> all right i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> you're like one i really treasure really treasure well, well let's go ahead and tackle that real quick yeah, what's up they, with the name they one fucking knew what they were doing come on I mean, come on what are you I mean, talking about guys i mean about? he's a famous pirate dude this, a famous spanish pirate so this is this is steven spielberg's idea like he came up with the concept uh, he he wrote it with he wrote it right yeah. with Chris Columbus, okay. Not the and, guy that uh, discovered America. Just to preface, uh, no, it, no, no, it was the same guy. <laughs> don't don't start don't start rumors don't, like that. Don't candy coat this shit, Chris. It was the you same get, guy. You won't be canceled a, on this program. This is we Indigenous People's Day, and I'm sorry that we even brought up his name. All right, go ahead, Shadwick. <laughs> Leaf, I'm sorry for your so, loss. Yeah. I mean, what, what was the process? I'm fucking depressed. <laughs> God damn. We're God, I'm depressed. Yeah, we're coming out hot, baby. Jeez. <laughs> hey, Mikey. I seriously can't continue. It's everywhere. <laughs> it was worth it. Just worth it for the clip, man. Oh, God. I don't even remember what we were talking about now. Shad was trying to give us some facts, dude. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking about uh, like <laughs> we're talking about that explorer that, that uh, yeah. almost almost genocided the Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> no, all right, we <laughs> Steven Spielberg is like cancel these fucking idiots now. Get rid of them. You know Spielberg's the type that just Google's his name. So if this comes up on anything, he's gonna be like, dude, he's it watching like, it. Nope. He's got a glass of whiskey. He's gonna, he's gonna turn on the weather machine and strike yeah. us down. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize though, too. They because uh, Donner was like the. They were like co-directors. Is that right? Co-directors. Uh, well, or did Spielberg only direct like when they went over time? Because I know he yeah. did direct some scenes. Yeah, um, it was mostly Donner. Uh, Spielberg was there, uh, kind of collaborate a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but it was uh, it was a Donner film. Yeah, I think that they said that like when they started to run out of time, they're having to do double shoots, and I think Spielberg uh, took because I'm sure too back then, and even today, when you have kids in a movie, man, it's a uh, you're on some strict time laws as far as like mm-hmm. union stuff goes. So, so, uh, <clears throat> so this was the first movie uh, that Richard Donner worked uh, with kids, like a like a group of kids. Yeah, yeah. and so. <clears throat> He said something about it was a nightmare, but then in the same sense, he's like, but it's also one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah, I, right. I totally get that. And he yeah. said, he said that all the kids were so good that he would let them do a lot of ad lib. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you but, get, especially with kids, though, I would imagine, like, you can kind of bring out your own personality. Yeah. Um, you can. And let's not forget, these are incredibly talented kids, many of which went on to do, you know, be in some of the most epic films. You know, of yeah, it's Dr. Our... Jones to you, doll. 
<laughs> Short round? <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, you. You. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but that, yeah. I, so do you want to go ahead and read, I guess, the synopsis? Do you have the synopsis pulled up there, yeah. Leaf? Just so we can, we can kick off with that and kind of jog our memories. But for, for this, you know, like you said, it was, uh, you know, Donner directed it. Um, mm-hmm. Spielberg. You said co-wrote it, is that right, or helped co-write With this? Christopher Columbus, yeah, yeah. I, so that's debatable about how much like influence he had. I'm like in it. I just want to say this feels like he may have had a little more hand in it than. And I mean, I've re- I've done a little research that says that may, that may or may not have been the case. Mm-hmm. Well, Spielberg, uh, yeah. yeah, like clearly Richard Donner had the had the reins, but I feel like Spielberg was did did have a. a little heavier influence that I think he wanted to let people in on. Because if you look at this, this well, is so... If you can get his influence, I mean, back then especially, I will. like, why the hell would you not? You Dude, know, at this point? if you watch this movie too, I, I really honestly feel as if it's got... it. It's so reminiscent of so many movies from that time. Of course, Indiana yep. Jones, like Chris just mentioned, and a lot of the stuff that Spielberg oh. did, E.T. Hey, so... <laughs> So, uh, if you guys remember from our Lost Boys episode, and if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, go back and watch it. They wanted Richard Donner to to direct yes. Lost Boys based on on the success Goonies. of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, because it yeah. was gangbusters, man. Yep, it was. And it was, he got, it was a banger. and he was good to go with it. But it was going to be a completely different thing. <laughs> like, yeah, it was going to basically be like Peter Pan with the pirates. Yeah, if, I think. yeah Peter Pan with pirates, and he was just like, "Nah, that ain't me, dog." But right. well, actually, thankfully, what happened was he was tied up with Lethal Weapon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's had. An oh, okay yeah. <laughs> he's done all right. Yeah, yeah. He did. That. He yeah. did okay. He did. He did all right. Man, and I that mean, Spielberg he, fella. He made. He made everyone believe a man could fly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right, Leaf, hit us with that synopsis. Yeah, the the quick synopsis synopsis of the Goonies: a group of uh, young mi- misfits calling themselves Goonies, and if you if you watch the film like you notice that you know all these kids kind of have something wrong with them or you know a handicap like one obviously uh sean Aston's character has asthma like uh the uh data's character is uh invents things but the inventions don't always work and they're not very very good chuck of course is fat He's for the <laughs> childhood for, obesity for the <laughs> for the 80s and not I, even let's be honest you should have identified not, I should have identified with Chunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's yeah. really not that that fat, uh, considering uh, nowadays uh, standards. Well, but we'll yeah, even that's true. All right, go we'll into go that anyway. <laughs> exactly. So uh, the Goonies, they um, they basically um, the uh, their neighborhood is basically getting taken over by rich people, um, rich contractors. They're going to build like a like a golf club resort uh, thing. So they're basically buying up all the properties, and they and- didn't live in Hawaii. Yeah, they did not. They, they did not. This is on a side note for this. You know what it kind of reminded me of is it's it's that same plot they had in the seventies for all those ski movies where the ski mountains <laughs> is getting bought up by the rich people and going to be turned yeah. into a rich people ski club and kicking yes. the poor people out. That seemed to be a uh, running gag that's a, for Hollywood. <laughs> that's a yeah. really good point, dude. Yeah. Everyone was that were feared rich people buying everything yep, up, absolutely, and like and, and they always. And if it was a younger group, they always had that one douchebag. Like his dad was the, the rich guy oh, yeah, that was yeah. going to buy everything. It was that guy with the Letterman jacket and the feathered hair. 
Oh yeah. Yep, oh absolutely. my god. And he's in this movie too. Yeah. So. Tr- yeah. Troy. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was that the same kid in the bathroom when the when the pipes explode? And he falls down. He's like, "Daddy!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was magical. We'll, but, yeah, we'll get into that, man. Just yeah, but uh, finish the with your Goon- synopsis. The Goonies discover um, the kids, obviously um, trying to buck and save their neighborhood and their and their small little town. Which, by the way, evidently um, is uh, partly filmed. Uh, but it takes place in Astoria, Oregon. That's why it looks all like moist, you know, the majority of the time with rain. It's just kind of muggy. Yeah. And it's obviously West Coast, but it just looks like like oh. like small town Hickville, but like just rainy and cloudy. Like just just totally that 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 portion of they the country. Said when they filmed there, it was raining the first day and then so they filmed some because of it was like the weather was. And then when it was like sunny, they were like, holy crap, like it's a really yeah. beautiful town. But then they had to go back and start like wetting the streets and stuff for continuity. Yeah. For, like For continuity. Yeah. So there was a, mm. there was a whole thing with that. And just, uh, a little, wow. just a little trivia. This is the same place Kindergarten Cop was filmed. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, yeah. really? It's not yeah. a tumor. It's, it's, not. Not. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. <laughs> so the kids the and, kids find hey boys have a penis girls are right. a vagina are y'all done uh, we're never done continue <laughs> they, so the kids find an ancient map just conveniently stashed in uh, will you hurry up uh, with this synopsis please in the, in the attic and they set on they set out on an adventure to find the legendary one eyed Willie's uh one eyed Willie the famous sorry, Spanish pirate <laughs> his long lost treasure. Yes. Uh his, and there you have it. His ancestors came up with a tennis gear head. Yeah, uh, I think actually one eyed Willie was uh, a frequenter of a certain Vegas bathhouse that uh Leaf <laughs> took a tour of one time. Um I seen him myself. Well, let me tell you. The legends were true. <laughs> they so, were true. Also, <laughs> did you fall into one of his booty traps? I'm setting booty traps, booby traps. That's what I said. <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, you know the very beginning of this movie, kind of when everybody's coming over. Uh, we get the uh, truffle shuffle, which uh, uh, to everybody's chagrin, Leaf will not do the truffle shuffle for you tonight. Uh, but maybe we'll have a Patreon fundraiser and you'll truffle shuffle for us. It looked more like a seizure uh, mm-hmm. than a shuffle. Uh, I wasn't really quite made, sure what the hell it, it was. Like made no sense. It was just served to humiliate him. Well, like, that's the only reason. Well, you know what doesn't make sense? Like, why couldn't he just go in the house? Mouth went into the house. Well, they said so. I was watching. Uh, there's a documentary I watched on it that I obviously have already forgot what it was called. And I've just, we're eventually going to I'm going to get in trouble eventually for this. But I don't care. Look, you put it out there. I'm consuming it. I'm just not giving you credit. Um, so <laughs> so the daughter said like and I guess I just assume, you know, because Chunk's like, ah, oh, don't make me do it. But like Donner's like, because you know, every time he comes over, they make him do the truffle shuffle before they like let him inside the house. So he knows, like he's frustrated because he always has to do the truffle shuffle before he comes mm-hmm. inside. Because do it. obesity um, yeah. is hilarious. Well, so. and, and later on in the movie, you kind of, in my opinion, like it's it syncs up. Because it, growing up, everybody has that kid that's, like, freaking absolutely annoying. Mm-hmm. And Chunk was that person. He was a klutz. He caused a lot of problems. He broke everything. Like, remember even when they got One-Eyed Willie's map? 
Like yeah. the main character, Sean Ashton's character just gives it to Chunk and counts to five, yeah. and Chunk's dumbass drops it and breaks it <laughs> so that Sean Ashton's character doesn't have to take responsibility yeah. for breaking the map. Yep, or the case he that just he knew. In. He just knew that Chunk's Chunk's a loser, man. He I, is a loser. So the that actor he read for the part of Mouth uh, when they first read for it, and also yeah. another uh, another. Fun fact: This is where the Corys met. Was this audition? So obviously, Haim uh, did not get the gig. I guess he was reading for Sean Astin's part, so mm-hmm. he, he didn't get it. Which actually, when you look at those two actors as kids, they're very similar. Yeah, like, they were always kind of interchangeable. They, names. Yeah, sa- same here. So like, they were very similar. Yeah. But since uh, I guess Sean Astin's mom was fucking Patty Duke, which no one else will remember <laughs> but me. Uh, they, <laughs> they, uh, he probably got the nod due to a little bit of nepotism, which he's a great actor, but still, um, but that's where they met was this movie on the set. But, uh, chunk. So they told the kid, they were like, Hey, like lean into this chunk character a little bit. And so he read for chunk and then he got it. Uh, so, but, so he read well for mouth. Just, I, they just said he wasn't what they were looking for. Like, I think that they probably saw <laughs> it's, like, just, it's like, just say it, Shadwick. <laughs> just you may run like maze, but you hit like shit. <laughs> that's, that's it. They said, the director was like, "Yeah, the character that read for Ch- that, that read for Chuck actually originally was going for the part of Mouth." Yeah, and they said you sound like he was an excellent actor. That kid. Yeah, but he was like the directors basically told flat out told him you sound like Mouth, but you look like Chunk. Yep, and that was it. So like, also I I love the uh, <laughs> the character choice of using a high pitched. Uh, no inflection voice. So every time he says anything, hey guys, what's going on? My name's Chuck. Oh god, I just shit my pants. I did all this other stuff. Hey, how you doing? My name's Chuck. Like the entire goddamn movie is that for fucking every time he says anything is that is that a bro? I just, I just imagine that he was like always eating pixie sticks or something. Like, also, do enjoy that every time he cursed was when he like his fat ass couldn't get his food got taken away from him or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, except when the moms want to see the uh, or um, the, the David statue's been broken, she's like, "What is that?" And he goes, "Oh shit, what?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except he's like, "Oh shit, what?" I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. Like I, him, we'll get into it. But him and that short-haired, what's that girl's character that looks like she straight up was fucking raised in Rossville, Georgia? Um, <laughs> Martha Flipton's character. God, fuck, uh, damn it, man. Yeah, no. I, I uh, call I call it uh, nails on a chalkboard. I call it Murray County chin. Oh, it, damn, it dude. looks it, her chin like juts out like she like her teeth fell out from all the meth. Yeah, it's, it's just her lower jaw. Yeah, her her jaw set is just. But, and, you know, and her character was also uh, was every girl that ever got in the way of you trying to hook up with another yeah. girl. Yes, <laughs> cock blocking friend. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that she was, was her the cock blocks. Yeah, so uh, that mm. that's also probably why when I was a kid I was like, mm. but the uh, you know, what was the main character that uh that uh uh. What's his name hooks up with the the other female okay. character? Oh, Andy? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, she was hot. Like <laughs> like for back then whenever I saw it on actress. USA, yeah, I was yeah. like I, I was probably Carrie, like 12 wait, or 13. Wait, Carrie wait, Green are you talking is that actor? Are you talking about Mama Fratelli? No, that no, that was played by Sam Kennison. We all yeah. know that. 
Yeah. Um, Sam Kinison, let's just go ahead and give him his flowers for this movie. He did an amazing <laughs> job as the mom in this movie. Yeah. I, he, <laughs> he, did. he didn't break into any like yelling at all. Like he never, you never, you knew that that was Sam Kinison he, during this movie. But man, he never asked. Friend. He never asked anyone if they sucked dick on horseback. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he <laughs> never. He kept it clean for the PG movie. Oh, 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 oh. Like he, <laughs> he, he, Sam. Yeah. Uh, right. He All also right. then threw Mama from the train. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so movie, I just wanted to air my my chunk grievance, and then that uh, short haired lady grievance. So, well, you know, you mentioned last night, like a lot of people, like really like Chunk, like the, the character. Yeah, and you're like, I have an irrational hate for him, and I'm like, it's not really irrational. It's because in the face he looks like a guy that we used to work with. Yeah, it's, it's true. That is a giant piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't, we won't give any more details than that because we. Uh, but you except, know, except, except he got his just deserves. He with. did get his just deserve. So, um, cheers to you, buddy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Merry, so, Merry like, Christmas. I, yeah. In my opinion, I'm I'm gonna chunk defender because don't, like don't drop the soap. He was. <laughs> Well, we're getting closer and closer to old Doc's nation, but yeah. So Chunk, Chunk was supposed to be annoying though. Like he was. That's like what made his redemption oh, yeah. arc. Oh, like you know, as the movie goes along, like he kind of, he kind of is, he, you know, plays a key role. Well, he, touch he on sort it of with like the policeman being like, he's always like, he's that we all grew up trouble. with that one kid that always fucking made shit up. Like yeah. I was yeah. in elementary school. Yes, I don't know if you guys remember the show Silverhawks. And I don't yeah, even remember shit, what this dude, fucking kid's yes. name was. There's this kid on the playground. And he was talking to me, and he's like, you know I do? I forgot the, the little copper dude that was on Silverhawks. He was like, oh, I do his voice on that show. And I was like, you do an impression? He's like, no, I'm actually the one on that show that does the voice. And I was like, you do his voice on the show? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, say my name on the next episode. <laughs> he was like, I'll, I uh, okay, I'll do it. Just make sure you watch it. And then, like, I came back the next day, and I was like, I watched it. You didn't say anything. And then he just, like, walked away from me. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, why would you, why would you die on that hill? Like that, you're, this kid, I was like in third grade, man. Like it's like even it was even more okay. amazing than when Michael Jackson stopped you in your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> the was, kid, the 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 the, uh, sil- the um, bronze ones on Silverhawk's name was the Copper Kid. Yeah. So there you go. So was anyway, so the, so Chunk was that kid. Like you know, like we said, when he calls the he policeman. Was. Early on, which what a shitty movie yeah. that would have been if they had just shown up all uh, you know all at once. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and you know, mouth done their job. Mouth was the kid, which very much was me. Like the one that like the first one to start cussing, like yeah, like you know teaching cuss words to your friends. And mm-hmm. uh, moms didn't necessarily like you being around that much. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. can see that. That's that's still the case. My mom still doesn't like you around. Uh, no, no. Well, actually, my mom likes you so. and likes the show. What's up, mom? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, if we've talked, we've talked about this. Let's just go through all the characters then, because we've just like started picking them out. Anyways, you want me to read them out for you? Read them out, man. Let's no. just go. Sean Astin, baby, uh, is Mikey the the main character with uh, with asthma? Hey, Mikey. Playing. Yeah. So, can mm-hmm. we talk about his character a little bit and the Let's fact go. that he is obviously trying to make up for the mistake the financial mistakes and shortcomings of his fucking father <laughs> like, you don't see the entire, the movie, entire movie until, until the end, when until the end. 
There is one but, scene though where they're they're riding the bikes to go basically kill oh, yeah. themselves yeah. in one odd Willie's dungeon, yeah. and they wave to him, and he's just like, "Hi, yeah. have fun, kids. I'm yeah. working. Yeah. We'll see you at the end of the movie." You're obviously not working hard enough because you lost your fucking house again. Like, but <laughs> but Mikey like idolizes his dad exactly. Too, like, well, I mean, like that's a that's relatable, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, none of our dads are pieces of shit, but I'm sure people have dads that are, and they still idolize them because you kind of just want to idolize your dad. So, yeah, I get it. But I think that as far as like a, you know, obviously Sean Astin, amazing actor, amazing range, and has been doing this shit for decades. So Mm -hmm. great job. But I enjoy it. He went on to be, of course, Samwise Gamgee. And, uh, and and multiple other roles. And of Rudy, but not from mm. the Cosby Show. He looked out there. <laughs> Take a sip, Rudy. Um, so. <laughs> All right. Next actor, Josh Brolin, a.k.a. Thanos, was Brand. Um, yeah. oh, uh, Sean Astin's older brother. Mm-hmm. He was wrong. Yeah, you know, had a has a very stored in history career. So yeah, that was um, that was a yeah. classic older brother too. Which uh, Shadrick sent me a picture. I'll put it in here. Uh, he went his himself uh, from the Goonies for Halloween, which is yeah. an absolute baller move. Like <laughs> that is that so, is. So let's just address one thing real quick: the gym shorts over the thick sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, and and I'll 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 allow it for this reason. Uh, if he had just had the gy- those gym shorts on, period through the movie, it would have Ooh, not yeah. been a good uh, not been a good movie. So the water scenes would have been something extra. <laughs> it would have been, been a bad for the thing. ladies and some of the yeah. men or, at home. Or or when he was uh, riding that little girl's bike and his legs were like, <laughs> on the side. I feel I feel for him every time in that oh. scene too because you know he's like got a crush on like Andy or whatever. So like yeah. when, and then they pull up on him and it's just like. Oh, like oh, also, I, he even he even like gives her the bedroom eyes. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Across yeah. the car, and then that fucking douchebag Troy with the feathered hair like, mm-hmm. grabs him and, and drags him down the road. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, all right, man. Next one, um, Jeff Cohen, who of course is uh, is Chunk, looks nothing like Chunk no, nowadays. Man. Maybe dude a little bit his, in the face. Dude lost his baby fat. He actually looked like what was that character on Harry Potter that was the rat. He kind of looks like him in this movie, and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like him in this movie. Uh, it kind of makes me laugh. So uh, <laughs> We've already had our rants on Chuck. Uh, Corey Feldman, of course, as, as Mouth. the claustrophobic. Uh, bi- <laughs> um, Sorry, Corey. The yeah, bioli- the bilingual who speaks fluent Spanish for some reason, and... Hey. Obvious troublemaker and shit talker throughout the entire time of uh, the movie, aka why he was named Mouth. So I got a little nugget about the uh, the bilingual part. Uh, Please, this is going to be good. I bet Rosalita, the the house cleaner that mm-hmm. they bring Which, in, she um, she didn't have a very big part in the movie, but behind the scenes, she taught Corey Feldman all of, all of his lines. In oh, Spanish. that's awesome. Yeah, You're she's. Me. I, yeah, I've seen. I saw her on one of the documentaries I watched, and she's like fluent bilingual, like English Spanish, like perfect on both on both ends of it. So she would be a great teacher for that. And that, maybe you go- And that's one of the funniest parts to me, where he is supposed to be translating what oh, yeah. <laughs> what Mikey's mom was telling her. 
Yeah. The Ballard, they're trying to get the house packed up because they're having to move or whatever. Yeah. And he, and he takes the opportunity to like, just make up all this bullshit. Like you have to separate the drugs and put them in <laughs> separate, like like separate drawers. Thing, you know? Which that like, makes sense you, too. Cause I, I can speak a little bit of Spanish. And mm-hmm. so like all the words I know were checking out, like watching that back. Like I was like, that's pretty accurate. Um, yeah. but but it makes her, sense that she taught him those, so that's why it would be correct. He, he yeah. tells her if she messes up, she'll be what, locked in the basement for two weeks with no <laughs> yeah. food or water with the, with the cucarachas. With the cucarachas. And I like that she's just like, because her life is so shitty, that alternative yeah. is better than what her current life is. So she's like, okay, I'm going to roll the dice on this one. Yeah. Can I pause at a question here? Yeah. Like so, there. So we've just established that the dad and the mom have no money. The mom's yeah, injured. I thought about that. Yeah. Like, how yeah. the hell did they afford? All I can think of is like indentured servitude. Yeah, like, how do they afford a Hispanic cleaning lady, dude? She may have never gotten paid. So that may have been the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she got paid at the end. She she oh, definitely yeah. she definitely pocketed one of those. You say Rosalita stole from the Rosalita's a dirty, <laughs> dirty thief. Uh, stole her jobs. You took her job. <laughs> All right, man. Next uh, character. Next, uh, next actor is of course uh, Carrie Green, who went on to do, as far as anybody can tell, absolutely nothing. Played the character of Andy. You know so, what? I, I mean, thought she was the uh, same girl from The Wizard, and she was not. Uh, just white people look the same. They all do, man. You are. You've been been athletic. She was also also in a movie, which also I do remember, called Lucas. Yeah. And she basically played the exact same kind of character. I I can tell you in like three seconds. I think Uh, so. I think you're right. But that makes sense. Yeah, Corey Haim, Carrie Green, and Charlie Sheen were in that. Because a lot of those people, I, I noticed... You know, when we start doing these movies and going back and looking through IMDb, they stick together mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff, too, because they'll be like, hey, let's grab Corey Haim. He'll be a big grab. And then he'll be like, hey, bring my buddy in on this or hey, you're looking for this. I worked with this person in Goonies. They'd be good well, for this. Yes. Uh, director, Sue, I know yeah. like um, where I talked about Richard Donner directed this. Um, Ann Ramsey that plays Mama Fratelli. Mm-hmm. She was one of the homeless Wait. people. Sam Kennison? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sam Sam Kennison was yeah, also one of the uh, homeless people in Scrooged, which oh, was, was also was yeah was also a, a Dude, Dick Donner. I, I'll, I know we'll get to her in a second, but I'll, we'll just go ahead and talk about her. There was everything that I've watched and read. People had such high things to say about her that it worked with her. Yeah, like how nice she was. Yeah, they said she they yeah. said she was just an absolute gem to work with. She actually yeah. passed away not too long after this film. I think like four or five years later, but. Everybody that said anything always like gave her flowers and said like she was just amazing to work with, super nice, made the kids all feel super safe, and you know because you think you think she died right after that scene where she's running, she's like grunting like. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was when they told her they didn't have enough for the CGI budget, and she was actually going to have to walk the plank. (laughs) It's like with her hunchback, Ma, you've been burned. Yeah. Uh, All right, Leaf. Next actor, actress. Actri- Next actor, actress, would, is uh, one of a, one of our favorites uh, here in uh, in southeastern Tennessee. Martha Plimpton as uh, Steph. She is still a worse or working actress. She does look like she, she's she was the mom. She was the mom on uh, Raising Hope. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she was. So and she's again, done again. Great actress. Uh, obviously, with mm-hmm. that longevity. Uh, I also heard people say good things about her, but 
Uh, I just hated the character in this movie, which I probably was supposed to hate. But uh, yeah, yeah. Something about her, her face, face just she doesn't change just, it. Uh, we're gonna change it for her. Yeah, so, she uh, yeah she reminded me a lot of a, an older sister of, of a girl that I was trying to hook up with. Trying to stoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Mazel tov. All right, next one. Maybe, maybe this man says. <laughs> uh, everybody's favorite. Everybody's recent favorite. Um, some call him the comeback king. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the man playing Data, Kiwi Kwan. Kiwi Kwan, dude. dude. I, like I said, we, I've seen. Chris, take the stage. Yeah, what right, is look, it? Look, man, I actually even like went and did some research. Uh, we all did a little bit of effort to make sure we pronounced his name right. Uh, because mm-hmm. everything I've read about this guy and even seen him like when he got to meet up with like uh, Harrison Ford again, like because recently he won like an Academy Award. But Harrison Ford was there. I think maybe even Harrison Ford presented him, was presenting when he won an award. And they did yeah, this like, big, huge hug because like, they hadn't seen each other since, like, you know, Indiana Jones, more or less. But, like, genuine smile on this dude's face. Like, just super happy dude. So I'm really happy that, like, and part of that success and part of the happiness is probably because he wasn't in Hollywood his entire effing career. So uh, yeah. he didn't have – the bastards didn't have a chance to grind him down so much. But I want to give this dude major props because just what what a resurgence and what, like, you know, from Indiana Jones to this, like, what a funny, like, comic relief mm. character. Like, he, he was in a lot of these. He was in Encino Man. Was he? Who was he in Encino Man? Uh, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm right. reading. I'm reading that. I'm not making that up. <laughs> no, I just mean that checks a lot of boxes, Hollywood. So I have to go back and watch that. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Sean Astin again, right? So mm-hmm. bring yeah. your buddies in. So it's uh, kind of cool. I'm gonna echo what Chris said here. If you, um, you know, there's he is. He basically left Hollywood for all intents and purposes, besides evidently, like Shadow <laughs> pointed out, a few uh, stereotypical roles of. He, evidently, he did some stunts, according to IMDb, for X-Men. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Oh, nice. 2000? Um, but he he actually, I've seen him, I saw him in an interview, and he returned to his uh, to acting um, in, in a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Super crazy movie, but yeah. really, really good, and his performance is let insanely me, Let me tell good. you something about that movie. Insanely good. So say that you're working uh, night shift, uh, during, I don't know, uh, say an <laughs> outage at a plant and somebody mm-hmm. younger, much younger than you suggests, hey, everybody, we should watch anything or the movie. Mm-hmm. It was everything everywhere all at once or whatever. Yes. So we, yes. we turn this on at three o'clock in the morning because we got about an hour and a half to kill. Uh, when you're sleep deprived, don't watch this movie <laughs> because you will be like, I don't understand. A good movie, but I was I like, what the fuck is going on it's, here? I it haven't wa- very great. It's I haven't crazy. watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it because from the trailer, it looked like it was just anxiety. Oh, it is. It, it, it kind of is. is. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, two ways it could go with this. You pop some of those Delta 8s <laughs> and watch this movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, go, go on. It's going to go one or two ways, buddy. Either it's going to be fucking amazing and unlock your brain, or you're going to be in a corner crying. So I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm not going <laughs> to. So, hey, go, going, back to, going back to his stunts. So he did stunts on the X-Men. Uh, it says uh, he was a stunt rigger. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, also, he did Seriously. stunts on the Avenging Fist. Uh, is that starring Fisto from He-Man? Mm-hmm. You, you know what? Like, I wonder if he did the uh, the stunt stuff um, 
because when you're in like what sag you got to log x amount of some hours i wonder if that was like an insurance thing if he just kind of kept that to keep that well, i don't know there was another one called another movie of... called enigma where he was the stunt coordinator oh so, so he may have just been in that field then good for him but either way yeah so i think unanimous from us i mean hollywood yeah, please an asian named kim <laughs> you make him do all your fucking martial arts stunt <laughs> works yeah God damn! <laughs> and next twenty twenty three, almost twenty twenty four. Oh the god! <laughs> the next character, um, a standout character actually, um, and actually sort of a tragedy as well. Uh, the character of Sloth, played by uh, John Matisak. Yep, who was uh, a actual NFL football player. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe he passed away. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was thirty eight. Uh, when he died, and he was... And I think uh, it was in 88, like three yeah, years after it, this movie. Yeah, it was not very much... It wasn't longer after this movie, but he... Mm-hmm. And everything that I watched on this, they praised him a lot because of him having to sit in that fucking chair for three mm-hmm. and four hours to put this prosthetic shit on. You know he wasn't getting paid dick compared to everybody else. No. So, like, this dude is, like, just no. drudging on for... He did a lot of stuff. You look at his IMBD uh, credits. He, he did quite a bit in a short time, but... They always refer to him as a gentle giant. Uh, from what I can understand, or from what I heard, like in kind of pieces of interviews from him, he did have like I think a thick Brooklyn accent. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so like the sloth impression is kind of on point. Uh, but yeah, he was like I don't know. They, I heard anywhere from six six to six eight. Uh, it was like three hundred something pounds or whatever. But he was a monster of a man, which you can see yeah. towards the end of the movie. I think they tried to they tried to movie it a little bit where you couldn't see the the height difference between him and Sam Kennison uh, at the end of the movie. <laughs> but uh, you, <laughs> I can tell it's just pissing Leaf off the more and more I say it. <laughs> like, this is like a... <laughs> you know, I, I envisioned you know, this too when I was like, dude, I was like, I'm just going to keep calling him Sam Kennison. I know by like the halfway through the episode, Leaf's going to be losing his fucking mind. And so, uh, Damn it, dude. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, all right. prop, props to Sloth. Props to Sloth. Uh, next actor. Uh, let's get into the let's get into the crime family, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Robert Robert Davi, uh, Jake, who was the dude hanging by his neck in the fucking uh, in the cell in, in, the in the cell at the very you, beginning. You schmuck. Yeah. With a suicide note. <laughs> yes. It says you schmuck. Did you really think oh, I'd yeah. kill myself? What's great is they said that uh, <laughs> they actually him and the other guy like kind of fucked with each other throughout the movie. Apparently, like. Yeah. To, just as jokes, like to kind of get the brotherly banter back and forth, like behind well, the scenes. Well, I heard, I heard that they actually didn't like each other very much. Really? Like, like they really did kind of argue a lot, and uh, they were both there to audition at the same time. And I think it was uh, Richard Donner heard them out in the waiting room or whatever, just talking back and forth. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's that's them." Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy that yeah. you're talking about, he is, any interview I've seen, like, wasn't much of a stretch for him to play this character. <laughs> it's basically no. leaning into yeah. his roots on this one, so. Uh, hell, of a sing- hell of a singing voice. Yeah, it really did. Like, yeah. That was impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Really, really your Clark W. Griswold impression. Yeah. <laughs> Next actor is um is a brother 
Francis, played by Joan, excuse me, Joe Pantoliano. Mm-hmm. Also, of course, uh, any you know, like we said earlier in the Matrix, mm-hmm. uh, he's done quite a bit of thing. But he he also in his interviews, uh, not a far stretch for this movie either. Definitely that Italian roots. Uh, you can tell obviously by the name. So yeah, he's played a lot of Italians. He was of course Cipher in in the they Matrix. Had fun. They he had was fun. In... Apparently, they had fun on set with the hairpiece. Like uh, the other brother would fuck. He was talking about he would fuck with it like. You know, oh, before yeah. take and stuff, and he'd be like, mm-hmm. they'd get mad at each other. <laughs> but well, was, another another bit of trivia: uh, Fratelli means brother in Italian. Garçon, really, Garcon means boy. Garcon means boy. <laughs> Thank you. All right, shout out Gibbs. Uh, all right, mouth. All right, <laughs> y'all got. <laughs> and of course, Chris and Shadwick both owe an apology to Anne Ramsey, <laughs> uh, Mama Mama Fratelli, who just. <laughs> She was thrown from a train for God's sakes. What are we For doing? God's sakes, with Danny DeVito, an yeah. excellent movie. Yeah. Anne Ramsey she, is actually Yeah, she yeah. she has she really is a, a great actress. Um she played a teacher in back school with uh Ronnie Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember remember that? Yep. That was yeah, she did. That was Kennison. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember that. I'm along. just going to go along with it. I'm done fighting you both. <laughs> it's, 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 All right, everybody so, remembers Mama Fratelli, played by Sam Kennison. So we, just, we've just pretty much we've touched most of them. So let's that's 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 it. That's All right. All so let's let's kind of run through like so on this like we already talked about so a little bit of the uh, location shoots and things like that. Uh, you did mention uh, well, before we went on air, we kind of talked about uh, uh, Corey uh, Corey Feldman's kind of. Uh, it's got Whoa. his little torn band. Uh, we'll play a, play a clip now of that. Um, uh, as you can see there, Corey uh, is uh, is doing great. So he <laughs> he yeah he's he, he makes some he makes some outlandish. Why is it so awkward? It is. And, oh, and, but God. I will say that they... So we talked about earlier the pipe scene when they're underneath and they're doing the... Um, <laughs> Corey... Michael Jackson visited the set that day. And so to get that like scream when Corey's like... What does he say? It's like there's a... Um, he, right before they filmed that scene, uh, Donner let him know that Michael Jackson was coming on set that day. And like he was like a big fan of Michael Jackson, so like was he this was, true? Yes, absolutely. This is this is a true story, not uh, like chunks. I actually chunks saw pictures. There's pictures of uh, Michael Jackson on the set, but so like that, I guess that got him extra amped up before that take, and that's what Corey credits that little scream right before the pipes burst and all that, like that he was able to get that out because he's really stoked mm-hmm. he's going to get to hang with his friend Michael Jackson. But uh, his best they, later on, they became best friends to the point that. I mean, Corey showed him a few dance moves, yeah, Corey, dude. He taught uh, Michael how to. That's, that's that's one of his claims. Corey said he, he makes Jackson. some outlandish claims. So I was also thinking when I was watching the beginning of this movie and throughout throughout this movie, uh, does could this movie sue the board game Mousetrap? Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> all the Rube Goldberg this like contraptions that are in shit there. Shit was this was a giant game of Mousetrap. I'll tell you, I see it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. Uh, <laughs> Please find the I will. I'll find it. Uh, but if you've never played the game Mousetrap, which I've never played. I owned it. I didn't play it. I just set this shit up and 
like rolled everything in motion, which yeah. was this outlandish. And it gets to the very end, and this fucking net just falls down on a on a rat. He's <laughs> a a plastic. Which rat nine times out of ten, it would jam somewhere. It wouldn't fucking work. But I'll tell you what. Uh, whoever made these in the Goonies were fucking flawless. So, <laughs> Lord forbid they walk fucking six steps down the stairs to let it was, chunk in. It was <laughs> one. I... <laughs> maybe maybe it was Data. Yeah, I mean, was, also Data had his uh, found his. Uh, he broke in with a zip line, dude. Dude, he did. Yeah, it was pretty show. dope. Like, <laughs> no wonder that like house was in ruins. You have all these like fucking insane kids parachuting, <laughs> zip lining in, like Jesus. <laughs> Crashing what in. Shitty yeah, this- parents. They can't. They're financially irresponsible. They got shit in the what? attic. What? But here's your new Mexican maid. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> let's try. Let's try to. Uh, let's try to remember all of Data's inventions. He had the pinchers of power. Yeah, which again goes back to Excellent. if you just watched our Batman episode. You know this guy right here is a fan of the fucking fake chompers. Uh, so, <laughs> he loves them. Uh, that loves shit them. fucking makes me Let's laugh. See. I don't know why, but uh, it saved Data in this movie from the punji sticks at, it, the, uh, at the bottom of the had, what I will. He's cave. Uh, slick shoes. <laughs> yeah, the slick, slick shoes. shoes. Which what, what, what was the horrible lower back support that child must have had with his shoes with these springs and gadgets in them, and then that the it's, punching the uh, the punching glove. Yeah, what. What was the name of that one, though? It was called the Punching Glove. I don't it was know. Fisto. I don't. It was called Fisto. It was, it was Fisto. Fisto. Yeah. But that one, that one was funny. <laughs> and then his dad, in the most Hollywood shame on you stereotypical move at the end of this, has the same Fisto thing, but it's a goddamn camera that pops out. And all shame, these shame, shame, wow. shame. I know wow. your name. Don't, and don't, it breaks too. Yeah, it doesn't even work. And then he, but it is kind of heartwarming though. He tells him that he was the best invention that he's ever created, or whatever. I was like, that's yeah, that's all right. That kind of touches the heartstrings. Data, Data was good, like comedic relief for me. Like same here. Like uh, yeah, when they're on the ship and like he falls through, and they're like, "Why don't you use the stairs?" And he's like, "Why don't you use the stairs?" He says, "Yeah, Data, Data's falling. Nobody cares." Yeah. <laughs> He's so mad. Yeah. Yeah. So to go back to the uh, scene with the pipes, um, I saw there was an outtake. Apparently Spielberg, there was a, which I wish they had left it in there and we would have seen the dad more. Um, Mm -hmm. They had a scene where when they ruptured the pipes, these two gorillas escaped the zoo and hijacked like a golf cart. And and it was going to like periodically cut to them like, shenanigans throughout this city like doing goofy shit right like yeah and spielberg no one thought it was like a good idea and it was one of those where they had to do a double shoot and spill and then donner was like if you like it so much you film it and spielberg was like all right and then he was just like (laughs) and uh so he went and (laughs) he got a he he filmed this scene but apparently like they all said it's gone like it's Mm. not even on any dvds i don't think nobody can find it it may be, a, I mean, the thing I watched was from 2010, so it may be a found now. I'll look for it to try to put it on here. But they, when they were down there fucking with those pipes, uh, now it was like it led to the funny scene, but also I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why did they immediately start fucking with these pipes? Like, I didn't quite understand. Can someone fill they, me in on that? Like, why? I can't. So, were they trying to get attention? Like, yeah, Mouth's, um, Mouth's father was a plumber. 
yeah, and yeah. they were like, "You're a plumber. Like, what? Like, what could we do?" He was like, "Well, his the idea was that they were ba- they would bang on the pipes, mess with the pipes, and someone would figure out that they were down there because okay. like sound will travel yeah. like through a pipe." So they started messing with their kids. They don't know what the hell they're doing, right? Right. So of right. course they just wreck the pipes instead and destroy. <laughs> and just hilarity destroy. ensues. Yeah, and hilarity yeah. ensues, and that's the thing. Like, then, like and then when later they on, get found by the well. They're, it's you know it's their time it's our time then they down don't, here yeah. You, know? yeah you get the you get the sean aston like speech of speeches it's basically yeah. like hey like we, our parents are having we're to do what goonies. they have to do yeah we're the goonies we're all misfits like goonies. even the girls who weren't even part of the goonies are now involved goonies. in yeah. their in the hijinks and he's like hey you know our parents are doing what they have to do like yeah. he admits he said, except that for our you also get anything worth a you also, shit. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. <laughs> you also get that kind of dark little speech from Mouth where he's like, but you know what? This one, this one right here, this was my dream, my wish. Yeah. And it, yeah. it didn't come true. So and I'm taking it back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that, was, that speech went nowhere. It was kind of just. They never even like, talked about damn. it again. Like they just, it was like damn dude like and maybe no like, one said anything like, back to him yeah he was like i didn't want to spend the night at michael jackson's house but i had to <laughs> allegedly allegedly dude, he was teaching him dance moves lay off bro he was yeah. showing my, michael, MJ michael jackson who the, came from the horizontal mambo town <laughs> michael jackson who came from motown and grew up in the music industry was like oh yeah Corey feldman maybe you can teach you oh did i mention that i brought the moonwalk to the fucking stage maybe you of all people can teach me a goddamn dance move like <laughs> fast forward to Corey film going <laughs> yeah. have you just, seen Corey's dance move yeah let's just go um, ahead and like just go ahead and cue up the skids from letter kenny because that's what Corey is right now yeah so he's so that, like, that said if he does I, I almost ever I, i'm almost envious i'm almost envious like it, being that so unaware oh dude i've (laughs) I've said that often like the people that mm -hmm. are so like don't lack all self-awareness and just like everything they're doing is fine and perfect i'm like god i envy you but Mm -hmm. that is a dark moment though where he grabs the coin or whatever and you know they they can in the well oh back to the matrix ignorance is bliss <laughs> oh, is, that's dude. rachel's favorite like moment in all yeah. of the matrix where it's he's eating true, where cypher's eating the steak he yep. was like after all these years and everything that i've seen he wants to go back to being stupid where yep. he doesn't know the truth it's yep. like that part that if you really get a hold of that movie man it hits hard oh, really sure, really hard for we're gonna sure. do that that's one of my favorite ones i'm ready for that yeah absolutely. uh in the future but so after so yes. we, just we the first one through, like some uh mm-hmm. some of the other yes moments in this in this movie that are pretty iconic so chunk of course they have you know uh, sloth chained up in the basement, as you do with a child uh, in the mm-hmm. 80s and 70s. Um, Don't forget, Kent, Sam Kinison does mention that, like, yells at, at Sloth to, like, calm down because she doesn't want to have to go and buy more chains right. from the zoo. That's <laughs> yes. a direct quote. <laughs> she, because, well, we all know, if you're going to get chains that hold up, you're going to the fucking zoo. You're not going to Ace. Ace is not the place for chains that hold up. It's the zoo. I mean... Especially when you have a mutant child that was evidently, and this yes. is canon, dropped, dropped. Multiple, multiple times. times. I mean, that's a hell of a drop looking at his face. <laughs> drop? Yeah. <laughs> looking at his face. I mean, him, you know, him and his cousin, the kid from The Mask with Cher, 
Like, those guys had an, a tough upbringing. At least the kid from The Mask at least, like, dated a blind chick. Uh, Sloth. At least. And I can't help yeah, but Yeah, but he had to spend time with Cher. Sloth yeah. shared a baby Ruth with Chunk. And he fed it to him, man. Yeah. And he fed it to him. Like, his, so, his, his chocolate also, fingers. Also, I want to hear. Like an, it's like an ears are wiggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, that little. At the, at the end of that movie, <laughs> I, you don't really get to see it. It's actually kind of funny at the end of the movie because, like, uh. Chunk's parents bring him a fucking Domino's pizza. Like, yeah, they like, don't give a shit. But like, then fuck he's your heart. like, he, then he's like, Sloth, you're going to come live with us. And I want to see the shot of his parents being like, um, <laughs> about that. They give, uh, they give it like a, like a Paul Rudd. Yeah, no. <laughs> we probably need to send him to jail. Well, I'm they, sure he's done something bad. Well, they knew he wanted, wanted pizza because he could smell it through the floor. <laughs> at, at the restaurant, he knew it was pepperoni. Yeah, and he could also smell ice cream through the freezer. Where the, where the frozen dead, dead body guy. Was. <laughs> it, it's a stiff. There's a dead guy decomposing, and he could smell the fucking ice cream. Chuck, like, dude, a uh, legend. Yeah, absolutely. Legend. Childhood hey, obesity. So, so let's uh, so let's back up. Um, before they ever leave the house, they go up in the attic. They find the. Uh, mm-hmm. They find the the map, and Mikey starts telling the story about One Eyed Willie mm-hmm. that it, that his dad told him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who had plenty of time from not working from not working. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so Richard Donner did not let Sean Aston read that part of the script. He would only tell him that part of it because he wanted him to. Act like he was searching for the story, like he like he was trying to remember oh. being told. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's like he smart. was recall because it did look like he was recalling it. Because yeah. I was going to mention that, like right when you said that, I was going to laugh because I was like, it sounds like a kid remembering it mm-hmm. rather yeah. than him reading it. And that's that's and so it was like, of course, you know, Josh Brolin's character, his older brother, is like, yeah, you know, Dad told you a lot of stories, and that's exactly who you sound like. Also, yeah, yeah, what's that? What's that moment on the porch? Like where he's like they they had the embrace between the brothers where it's like is that him just realize because I thought the first time I saw this movie I was like damn their dad's like fucking dead like or he left him is like what I thought early on in the movie same so like no. they were but, not together but I think that it's just them like he's embracing him to be like our dad is a colossal fuck up and doesn't go to work because he obviously has a crystal meth problem <laughs> so. You're so mad at their dad, dude. Just go to work, man. He just has two kids and a fucking wife that's disabled, for God's sake. He works. So right right before that, though, the same scene where Mr. Perkins, I think, the the rich dude, right, he comes up, and he's he's being, like, condescending to him, like, is your mommy here? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Josh Brolin's like, no, she's at the store getting pampers for all those kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was a great line. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a great line. It's a very Shadwick line, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Fuck that it guy. Is. Yeah. <laughs> he does. It, there is a brotherly love between the, between the two, and I agree with you, Chris. I feel like maybe the dad was, like, written in later on because that does give you that feeling that it's like they're on their Either own. Either he's dead or he, like, left them. Divorced or he yeah, left. That's, yeah, that's, something. like, the vibe I got coming out of that. Yeah. It's just weird. It's a weird scene. So it go is back really and watch strange. it. In our comments, like, hit us up, man. We want to talk to you guys. Uh, so hit us up in our comments. Or we're also 
Uh, we're starting to push the Twitter and the in- exchange mm-hmm. uh, I'm not good at social media. I'm not really sure what they're called. Uh, the Tic Tacs. Um, One of us will take care of it. It's fine. <laughs> but we want to we respond to, to everybody. Yeah. Facebook. You got I can't afford that shit. What am I, a billionaire? <laughs> <laughs> if you got something to say, a question or a comment or hell, definitely a correction because if you haven't noticed, we drink while we do these. Mm-hmm. We just so uh, please We're fast and loose, baby. So um, also, how about the uh, '80s trend of uh, stealing a kiss or a little bit more from somebody in the dark? Uh, uh, <laughs> I just want to say that confused my wife greatly. When that scene happens, and she's like, "I'm going to do it," and like, and she's trying to lure one of the one of the well, obviously the older brother. Yeah, and Rachel's mm-hmm. like, "What the hell is she doing?" And I was like, "Just watch the yeah. '80s unravel, baby." Like, <laughs> did your wife never go on the boat shoot. Yeah, yeah Lake Weenie. Yeah, so they also not it, with me. We we won't we won't dive too deep into what happened. She, on she Re- did though on Revenge. Of, is it Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, where the dude dresses oh, up like the sorority guy to sleep with that guy. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> this is not age well. So anyway, this is uh, not. But I wait, hold on. Was, I just, go ahead. I want to say though, dude. Like this isn't the. This isn't like a guy like setting it up to take advantage of 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 a woman. I no, just no, think no, it no, was. No. No, it's noteworthy to mention that uh, in this case, she was actually the sexual aggressor, one hundred and ten percent. And if the roles have been reversed. Yeah. Like we just laugh at this scene now. It would have not been acceptable no, if it no. was the older it, brother dude. snatching a girl in the dark and like yeah. forcing a kiss upon her. It like was, she did him. it was pretty funny, and not I didn't cool. pick it up probably the first two times uh, I watched it. Like I mm-hmm. that you know when she says the braces line after that, like he's got mm-hmm. braces because I just didn't notice that. And then like the end of the movie, you know, obviously like you're like like when you know Brolin's like. <laughs> he like realizes that it's like, like you son of a bitch. Yeah, he like snagged the smooch from his his sweetie mm. that he wants. But either way, I mean, there was it was pretty it's pretty funny, pretty funny scene. It was it was innocent and it was a yeah, it yeah. is quintessential eighties. And but it's it's looking back at it now is one of those moments when you're like, Ooh. yeah, because I mean, it ends with the uh, well, essentially it ends with you know he uh, he's gonna leave one eye Willie has cut. Which you know triggers the next mousetrap invention, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Rube Goldberg like <laughs> contraptions throughout this movie. Were these just like big in the eighties? Like was this like yeah. a? I I, I could just def- don't remember a lot of them other than the board game mousetrap and on this, cartoons when it was like if I can play that is, Family Guy clip where Peter like, does it and it shoots him in the arm. That's uh, <laughs> like uh, dominoes too. Yeah, yeah. It, it there was a, there was an obsession with like ancient traps, and if you look, obviously at the Indiana Jones, this carries yeah, over yeah. literally yeah. to that. They're not. They're obviously more complex. Yeah, I was going to say not the Indiana Jones far were off. Were fairly simple usually. Like it was, but yeah. even in this one, you know, you had the normal one where the boulders were dropping or whatever. Like that seemed to be a staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, there but, was yeah, there was some sort of attraction to like like traps and like ain't like hiding ancient treasure and it's it's a theme that carried like long into and everyone was fascinated by it yeah. and if you notice the the movies that tend to use these tropes always did really well if you go back and re- like watch the mummy with yeah. uh what's his name who also Brandon made a comeback brenner frazier yeah mummy has a lot of the same indiana oh, jones no, style stuff. harford harford <laughs> The whale, yeah, <laughs> dude. It there. So there's something fascinating about you know an ancient treasures like guarded it, by but by I mean, traps. Like as kids too. We were dude in the 80s. 
what did you always have like treasure maps at Wendy's or like you know it was always a maze Dude. to get to a treasure or it was so, always so we were something. we were all about what nine or ten years old when we watched this for the first time right Pro- he probably close. watched it before us. a little earlier but but, but, but yeah, close, but close enough yeah. so this definitely like made my imagination run like oh yeah like there were there were woods like at the end of the street where i grew up like <laughs> when i watched this and did you go digging man the I just I wanted I wanted an adventure like so bad. Yeah, like, same here. Like I just like go out go out in the woods with your friends and, and you would just like make up shit on the fly like oh yeah. look this this rock it's a key to this oh, yeah. tree. Oh dude, yeah. it'll always end up yeah. with you like trying to dig something out and then instead of finding a treasure you found a copperhead that just bit your fucking face. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> that's usually what happened. This is the south. Yeah. I could tell you right now my brother my brother actually got in trouble multiple times for just straight going in the woods and just sawing trees down <laughs> and like uprooting trees was, from, by the roots I was, somehow. I was with him for several of those. Yes. Yeah, you uh, were pretty too as as was I on occasion, but he had an obsession with just tearing and digging stuff up yeah. into the in even to other people's property that were not our own as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he was obviously quickly mm. reprimanded for yeah. for behaving that way. Uh. But it, but Shadwick hit the nail on the head. What there's made him do that? Some, mm-hmm. There's something fascinating about adventure and like discovery. And even when it came to things that were dangerous, I mean, if not for Shadwick's favorite invention, the pinchers of. <laughs> The pinches of pleasure? What were they called again? I can't remember. <laughs> no, that is if, my favorite. <laughs> if not for the All right, so can we just go pinches. ahead and have a shirt with Shadwick's that just says the pinches of pleasure? <laughs> and it's Shadwick. those it's those clacking yeah. teeth with a wire on them. It's just yeah, Shadwick. like so Data in this movie, Data would have fallen to his death mm-hmm. if he hadn't if he hadn't used the pinchers of pleasure and right. got himself out of it. He was falling into into sharp. Yeah, he was dead. He would have died. It's the pinchers of power. Get it right away. The pass. <laughs> I don't remember. He it's was too late, falling so like, into Mortal Kombat's pit before it was invented. Before it was even a thing. It and was I, spikes at the bottom of that that were legit like the Mortal Kombat pit. Like he was yeah. dead. He was freaking dead. He's saved in the most goofiest manner. Yeah. <laughs> he's saved in the most goofiest manner like possible, but it's that it's just that peril that that danger and the potential of treasure and this movie, I think that's why this movie is a classic. So it re- it rewards that feeling of like, you know, overcoming obstacles to get to the treasure and then you see well, it by you, by the time you get to the end, where they actually find the pirate let me, ship, let me run this with by the you real quick because yeah, I don't know if this is a product of kids in the eighties, uh, fast money or whatever, or like yeah, I've always felt like my entire life, I was chasing like the one thing that's going to set you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, like whether yeah. it be a quick you know find or a the big score, yeah, like a career in music or entertainment or. I discovered this invention, and now I no longer... Like, do these movies set us up for that? Because that's essentially what happens in this, right? Like, at the end of the movie, like, you assume with the with the money they have uh, that, okay, like, they're, they're at least going to be able to pay off the lazy-ass fucking debt from their shitty fucking father. Um, but... <laughs> but who shows up at the end, by the way, ready to collect the gems and spend them. <laughs> yeah. And also, a side note, there was a, uh alternate ending that happened. So, yes, so this Mm. ending was filmed because they wanted the pirate ship going off in the distance. The original ending is 
They get out. They didn't get anything. Rosalita's at home uh, washing uh, Sean Astin's clothes and then pulls out the bag of gems or whatever from his house oh, and then runs out of the house and is like, oh, my God, and then they're saved that way. She, but, she's just sitting oh. there playing with his marble bag. <laughs> that's, that's what she was doing. And Michael yes. Jackson is off screen. Like. He's like, I'm to be Jack. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how does it go again, Corey? <laughs> so Tell me, am I black or white? So, you're under arrest. Oh, I guess I really am black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you in living color, Tommy yep. Davidson. That's not me. <laughs> No, that is a quote. That is a quote. Um, get mad at get mad at living but color. But I, I did, like I said, I did kind of notice that, like, I don't know if that's just that's how a, we were raised. Is that like you're looking for that? Almost like you're always looking for a big score. Maybe it's just because well, I'm will, addicted to there was a cartoons. there was a lot of uh, get rich quick schemes in the eighties and nineties too. Like, yeah, there were. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. even from the like, the McDonald's coffee, like you yeah. know, you're lucky yeah. enough to get second degree I burns will, from coffee and you get a million bucks, like. Yeah, the guy I made will, a million dollars. I will count. <laughs> it's called jumping will, to conclusions. Oh my god! If you guys ever watch like the freaking coffee burn like documentary, that shit is actually the saddest, the saddest thing you will ever fucking watch in your entire life. But I won't go into no, that. I don't I'll, think so I'll, because I watched this father in this movie completely neglect his children uh, for God knows what. I'll say. I feel like this is hitting like a, a personal point for you. Like. <laughs> Chris's dad was hardworking. I don't yeah, know where this yeah. is coming from. Well, that's dude. why. Okay, that's why. Because my dad was hardworking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got. Okay. I'll counter. I will counter what Chris is saying by by saying that I feel I feel as if a lot of these movies they end without you ever really getting that treasure, right? Like, yeah. and I think the Goonies is a prime example of that. I think Indiana Jones and and The Last Crusade is sort of the same way, right? Like, I don't know anyone who didn't and, see the final thing. A spoiler alert if you haven't watched this movie. Indy was the, the dog's end, name. <laughs> at the end where the where you know the Christ's cup, the Holy Grail is laying there and it's just it's just it's within reach right mm-hmm. and it's like that's sort of like the get rich quick that's sort of the treasure and in most of these movies the point of them is like you know it's not actually the that wasn't ever the real treasure it was never well, going like, to solve is it the journey not the destination type situation yeah, like right it it became but more to me, that's what you're supposed to get from <laughs> I'm and that's it i'm like okay i got to go in my backyard and find some fucking treasure so me and my friends so i don't can, have to so me yeah, and my friends can play in a sandbox all day cuz that's what i was thinking <laughs> like in fourth grade i mean that's what and that's that was my point like i just wanted like that adventure like you know yeah even though we, we didn't have any like fucking responsibility or anything we were little mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. like go to school yeah. but but we wanted some kind of adventure like Always, yeah. man. But like, also, yeah. like we wanted. Yeah, we your life, TV life is uh, mundane. Yeah, it is mundane. It's great. It's yeah. mundane. It's great. Yeah. Um, not to, <laughs> well, not to get, not to get philosophical, but you know, real quickly, I think that Shadwick hit, hit the nail on the head. I think that these tales, just like the Goonies, just like Harry Potter, just like the you know Lord of the Rings, just like the Hobbit, like all, all of it, I could go on forever. Steven these, Spielberg did Hook. Also, yeah, man, yeah, like, yeah. Hook, there's there the journey, the the hero's journey is so attractive, especially yeah. to to young males. 
Um, I know I felt it. I know Chris felt it. I know, you know, Shadow felt it. We've all craved like adventure. And yeah, maybe, maybe we tinge towards the treasure. Maybe we tend towards the adventure and the excitement. Maybe one of us tends towards, you know, the friendship and the camaraderie yeah. that we like. I feel like we all approach from different angles, but that hero's adventure really call calls to young to especially to young males. I can't speak for females, but it, it's there and it's in the best movies it's in there and it's that that risking your life for something greater for something because for something they better. talk about movies being influential like a lot of times in hollywood as far as they influence maybe like an influx of movies like the goonies but like yeah. to me like shadwick's talking about they're influential because like okay i go i'll go watch this movie now i'm gonna go home now i want to go do that now i want to yeah. go yeah Find yeah, one eye really. I watched uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and I was out like cutting branches off the off a tree <laughs> yeah. and, and making my arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. <laughs> that's what uh, I'm saying. That's exactly it. So, so you're talking about the the hero's journey. If, yeah. And if anybody doesn't know, and, and this kind of goes deep, but uh, check out Joseph Campbell. He was uh, he was a professor um, back in the '60s, I believe. He was big on mythology, and he talked about um, the hero's journey. Yeah. And basically, you can follow like any Disney movie, any superhero movie. It's basically it's a person that doesn't feel worthy. It, it's an outcast, whatever. Yeah. And maybe that person, for whatever reason, gets like excommunicated from mm-hmm. from their family, from their town, whatever. Yeah. Something happens, they come back, and they end up being the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like the return, the return, the yeah. absolution, the return to glory. Like, yeah, that makes and that better. and that appeals to everybody because everybody, um, whether you want to admit it or not, has insecurities. You you feel like you're not as good as Joe or Sam or whatever. The next and, guy or girl down the way, right? And so it appeals to the, to the to you like on that level of you know i'm not i'm not good now but one day i'm gonna be great one day i'm gonna i'm gonna be the hero absolutely once i go on my own adventure my own my own journey you're gonna go like like i said like it's like sets you up and you and then you end on the logical conclusion where sam bricks in frodo's mouth (laughs) fuck you Hold on. Can I just say one more thing too before yeah, the before let's the, settle down. Know. Let's settle down for editing purposes because I'm gonna have to before, we'll splash shit in. All right. Before, All right. Before one eyed Willie, like the ship takes off and like the movie has the ending scenes where Ooh, everybody's close. doing their thing. Can we shout out Data one last time for deciding to squell square up against the Fertellis? <laughs> Remember when they show up and he's yeah. like, They're not getting our treasure. He's like ready to die yeah. for like the treasure and suddenly. Then he, like, it's like punches himself in the face. Yeah, like, yeah hey, he's I like, got his <laughs> I like where, where Data finds the the yeah, counterfeit money. Machine, yes. it's like fifty dollar bill, fifty dollar bill, yeah. and then they're like, "It's counterfeit." He goes, "No, it's not." Yeah, it's no, like, he, no, he wanted so bad for it to be real. Like, he he's, like, so he's like, "My my hero's journey ends here." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Bitch, I found the treasure. It's in this, in this basement, printing money." He's like, "Roll credits, doll." Um, <laughs> he's like, "Fuck, 
your couch. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's go ahead and wind this to a close. So, I think we kind of had a good logical ending to this, talking about the hero's journey and what this meant to so many yeah. people. Even to this day, though, I know that there's a whole other generation watching these movies now, and I mm-hmm. see similar things online, like where they're kind of picking up what we're talking about. I don't think, I think that it's kind of now they're going on Minecraft for their own journey, but I mean, we went outside, so that's different. Um, but (laughs) I guess it's same, same. Um, and I, I don't know. Like I can't recommend this one enough. If you haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it. It's, it's really good and it'll really kick up some, some emotions too. I mean, hell, Mm -hmm. we may go have our own hero's journey after this at a bar (laughs) looking Mm -hmm. to see what's at the bottom of that next bottle. You know, you just never know. Hope. <laughs> Adios, senorita. Well, if you got any, uh, any what do you, you want to close on on this one? Man, definitely I want to echo everything you just said. Uh, go back go back and watch this. Uh, even it is campy. It is goofy. It is silly. It is a kid's movie. Like, let me, let me just, there are some sort of themes in there that make you like pause ever so slightly and be like what am i watching here for a moment but that was the 80s yeah, yeah. for those of us that grew up in the 80s that's that's that was the 80s there was moments in there where you were like i don't know if i should be watching this right now hey we thought the same exact thing as we were watching it back then it was like this is a little and we much have been watching it and we should <laughs> and we, we should have oh who was we, the, who was the who was the chick that was singing in in the music video cindy lauper yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah Which, by that. the way great song um yeah Boy, did I have a crush on her as a kid. Really? Just her bubbly personality. It wasn't like I thought she was like drop dead gorgeous, but in interviews, she she was also in in wrestling too. But like she was in interviews and stuff, she was always so like happy and peppy and bubbly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I want to inject that into my veins. How are you so happy? And she's like, it's cocaine, honey. (laughs) (laughs) It's cocaine, honey. It's good enough. (laughs) <laughs> you're not using it why not let him share baby yeah. share baby yeah exactly so uh <laughs> anyway shadow do you have any final thoughts on this one as you finish your bourbon coffee <laughs> shadow oh will not be able to go to bed tonight which is great so oh goddamn! stay tuned for that uh patreon content fueled by <laughs> that yeah. is my buffalo trace I coffee i don't know why i can't sleep at night yeah, the, the Shadwick's Patreon, it's just called 2 a.m. Shadwick during the work. It's just the, you and I are in the bed. And, and, it's it's just gets, and it gets so much more nonsensical the later it gets. I can't recommend it enough. Anyway, Shadwick, <laughs> closing thoughts on this one. Yeah, man, just, just go watch it again. Like I'm, I'm sure everybody's seen it, but there's, I've said it before, watch it with, with subtitles on. I don't I don't really like watching movies with subtitles. No, but, you're correct. But watching an old one that you've seen a hundred times, you're bound to pick up something that that, yep. that you've not noticed before. Absolutely. It, it's somebody yes. in the back, somebody in the background saying something mm-hmm. like off screen, or Little maybe there's whips. maybe there's a yeah maybe no. there's there's a line that you thought they were saying something, but they were actually saying something else. Yeah. And no no but, offense to no offense to Kiwi Kwan, but some of his lines are sort of like really. You know, heavily accented. You know, with his with the Asian accent, and if, noth- if nothing, else to- <laughs> if That's nothing else, that's what I said. <laughs> you guys are going to see actors that went on to do insanely great things. That and to see their origins, if for nothing else, even if you don't like the campiness, 
even if you don't like yeah. the themes of the movie, if it's a little too silly or goofy, go back just for the actors themselves Absolutely. and you're, look, watch. You're going to see actors that do. go on and do great things. And then you'll see all that, and then you'll see uh, Corey Feldman doing this. So, so to end this, uh, we'll go ahead and go to our segment of Oh, You Didn't Know. Oh, You Didn't Know? And what's well, great know. about this segment is I didn't know, so we'll go ahead and take you to our Norm MacDonald Clip of the Week. And finally, Weekend Update would like to congratulate Madonna, who gave birth to a beautiful baby girl last Monday. The baby weighed in at 6 pounds, 9 ounces, making it the fourth largest object ever to pass through Madonna's birth canal. 